This episode of Unprofessional Development is brought to you by Park Power. They're your friendly local utility provider in Alberta. They offer internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. And guess what? Winter's coming, and energy usage for all Albertans will be increasing, so now is a great time for listeners to look at their utility bills and ensure they're on the best plan. Albertans have a choice who they pay their utility bills to, and Park Power is happy to provide free, no-obligation comparisons. If you decide to switch providers, it's easy. And you can feel good knowing you're supporting a local business and helping to give back to our communities with your utilities bills. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Unprofessional Development is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Welcome, unprofessionals. Listen carefully because it's a distant episode of Unprofessional Development. I am your co-host, Jay Lawrence. And I'm Mealy. And today we have with us um, Mia Young. We um, connected on Twitter as the, as, um, the pandemic started. And, and I think just so many teachers just found Twitter like I know I know I did and just um, met up with other people and then she had this whole distance learning thing and we like as we were talking off air tried to get her on the podcast and and it just there was the, the, the can got kicked down the road a little bit but we're gonna um have some fun and um, talk about all kinds of stuff here so first question we always like to ask people is what does education or being an educator mean to you? Because I know everyone has their own definitions or how they define themselves as an educator. So go ahead and kind of just give us a little bit on that. Okay. Thank you for having me. And thank you for waiting so long to have me on. <laughs> uh, well, currently my role um, in education is as an instructional coach. And it was kind of a coincidental or, you know, crazy path to get there. Um, during the pandemic, I was an English teacher teaching online. Um, and, you know, after teaching online, it was just such a rough experience that, you know, like many educators, I was just very burnt out about, uh, you know, with teaching, with, you know, online, I think I was probably at my computer 12 or 14 hours a day just teaching, um, creating resources. Um, and um, towards the end of the pandemic, my principal asked me if I wanted to come out of the classroom and be an instructional coach at our school. And so I felt that was going to be a way for me to kind of take a load off. I was, you know, I saw skills in that position that, that, you know, highlighted some of the things that I was good at. And so I think it really gave me a chance to um, highlight some of my um, leadership skills that I was not really utilizing inside the classroom. Uh, so for me, I think education is kind of a flexible definition for everyone, for students, you know, it can be one thing for educators, it can be one thing, it can be one thing at one period of your life, it can, you know, change over time, depending on experiences. And that that has been my experience with me, it has shifted, I, I never saw myself out of the classroom. <clears throat> and then during the pandemic, I ended up, you know, going back to school, which I said I would never do. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I got a master's degree in an admin credential and now I'm on a very different path. I'm, I'm curious 
Because I mean, mm-hmm. we've all, all three of us, we've probably taught, done the online teaching thing, which mm-hmm. I mean, for myself, not, not my greatest hour. It was not fun. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think I was very good at it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like, what did your administration see in what you were doing online? They're like, you know what? She needs to be an instructional coach. Like, what were they seeing? I, th- I think that, well, one, they knew me before the pandemic. So they knew I was helpful and resourceful, but also during the pandemic, um, you know, a lot of teachers were struggling to find resources and to create resources and to connect with other other teachers. And, you know, our districts were a little further behind in, you know, creating those structures for us to um, teach online. So actually, um, a coworker and I uh, created a Facebook group just um, by chance, and we called it Distance Learning Educators. And, um, kind of overnight, it blew up. It started with about 400 teachers from a a professional development. And overnight, probably within two weeks, there were 25,000 teachers in the Facebook. Um, Yeah, um, just in and they were sharing resources, they were sharing techniques, they were sharing commiserating, (laughs) you know, we were just in that group supporting each other. Um, And it just became kind of a hub for people all around the world. I mean, we had people from different countries um, all over the U.S. Um, you know, it, it was heavily in Los Angeles, but it, it really grew and it, it still continues today. So I think my um, my principal saw that, you know, I was reaching out to those people and helping those people and saw that, you mm-hmm. know, maybe when we started back on campus, that could be something I could transfer onto our campus and support teachers there. Wow. So I, I got some questions about that. So, because <laughs> um, 25,000 people, like, <laughs> yeah, what is, how do you manage that? Like in terms of like, because if you let anyone say anything, it can get really crazy. Yeah. Like you, you like, you know, go get a drink of water in the kitchen and you come back and there is like this like toxic environment that has that has exploded and people calling each other names and all sorts of other right. stuff. But on the other hand, if there's 25,000 people where obviously a lot of them are probably just reading, but but even if there's like 500 of them that are regularly wanting to, to put posts and you have to like read each of those posts and go, cool, everybody can see this. Like what's. Talk me through. Talk about the logistics of, of how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that was the. Those were the other hours of my day that, oh my <laughs> that goodness. consumed my day. So yeah, that was uh, that was really time consuming too. But uh, you know, we had our screening questions, and I think those worked very well. It was kind of like tell us, you know, where you work, you know, your name and. We kind of like, you know, for some people, we would look at their profile and kind of, you know, kind of assess. So I think we did. We had a very good screening process. There were about um, seven of us who were moderating. um, And then at one point we um, were approving posts, um, but we would have, you know, maybe like 80 to 100 posts a day. Just, you know, and so it it was a little crazy, but we have hardly ever surprisingly had any drama in the group like wow. name calling 
being political drama and we just had it in our rules you know this is not right. a political group we're only talking about instructional materials distance learning materials so right. i think that kind of helped it and we're not you know talking about how distance learning is not working it's just like do you need a resource what do right. you need when right. we're, not, we're not discussing like federal education policies or, <laughs> right. or anything like right. that right 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 so <laughs> that kind of yeah. cut down on a lot of it <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm like, wow. I can just, I can just imagine. Um, yeah. I've, I've been in other groups where that had happened. So we're like, no, we're the good group. So when I, when I'm on Twitter and they're like, we hate Facebook, those teacher groups are terrible. I'm like, no, come to us. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, good for you. I wouldn't, I would just look at those numbers and I just like, just shut my laptop and be like, okay, I'm out and done. <laughs> yes. I mean, I can't even imagine how 25,000 once I googled a picture 25,000 people and I looked at a stadium and I'm just like that's a lot of people it's a lot of people <laughs> yeah it's amazing how how big it it had grown has that changed your practice much like have you been able to pull things out of it that have helped you oh yes I mean I it I never used google drive before the pandemic oh, okay. I, oh wow wow really I I never did I didn't use twitter I didn't use Facebook. Um, I use Facebook for my personal self, but I never use Facebook groups to connect with teachers. Mm -hmm. And so I think it really um, encouraged me to um, use more technology in the classroom, learn more about technology, how to use it instructionally. Um, and just my, my Google Drive is full of those materials that I can now utilize now when I'm coaching share with other people um so it, it was a it was an amazing experience to to learn while we were learning so so my partner and i who started the group we never felt like this is our group we felt like this is everybody's group and mm -hmm. you know you guys are sharing with us and we're learning from you so we were not the experts we were learning along with them that's handy though. I'm thinking, you know, as an instructional coach, like you say, you just like, if you need resources, you've got this special little like custom built, you know, faucet that you can turn on. It's like, I need it. There's everything. Yeah. And you can just grab yes. whatever you need and away you go. That's right. If, if somebody outside of my content area asks me for something, I can go on the group and say, hey, do you know how to do this? Or do you have any ideas of this? And then I go back to school and say, hey, look at this idea. Access so, the hive mind. But, I like it. That is, yeah. that is nice. That is nice. That is nice. And, um, Again, um, Mealy sucks about the show notes. Shane, by the way, I apologize. I'm, I'm still about like two you're doing great, buddy. The show notes. You're doing so great. I believe in you. I am not doing great. <laughs> but um, I recently took over responsibility with the podcast, and I'm and I'm, I'm horrible at it. But oh. um, but but there will be the, the link to the Facebook group in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, you go, man, I want to be part of that group. I, I'm I'm already part of like three toxic groups, and I don't like them. So I want to I want to join a non toxic <laughs> group. Yes, yes, I need, yes, you, need a, you need a Facebook <laughs> cleanse. Okay, <laughs> yes. detox at. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook group. <laughs> you know, on, I, like, as an aside. Say, okay, go ahead. Oh, write it down. Whatever you're going to say, Shane. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, <laughs> yes, nothing I say matters. Thanks, Mealy. That's you're welcome. Nothing <laughs> matters either. But no, I am one of the weirdos. Okay, that distance learning was so chill for me. It was like not stressful at all. Like what I learned was. Oh, they are really getting not much done and they are not really learning. And me doing more doesn't seem to like increase more. Just me being more available 
and having more one-on-one time with kids actually is what I ended up doing. So, Mm -hmm. so rather than like going crazy with resources and projects and blah, 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 blah. I was like, like, okay. And I had a luxury. I have to talk on content where like, um, there were standards, but I was given the ability to just cut out whatever I needed to. And it was teaching seniors in high school. And most of the stuff is not like they didn't really need it. So I'm like, okay, we're just going to, we're just going to teach this. And then I'm going to work with like in groups of like two or three or one-on-one. And then um, also like I would just um, say, Hey, you guys can work on this on your own time. And, or you can stick around here, like the last 40 minutes of class, we had like block schedules. I'm like the last 40 minutes of class is just time for you to get stuff done. So if you want to go in a breakout room and we have like some stuff and, you know, I have like a little thing where I can draw on the screen and I did, I did math work for them, but then like half the kids would just go and like not all, and a, a fair amount of them would, would still turn stuff in. They would do it at a at, at, at more convenient time. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of gave kids the flexibility of, um, coming to any of my like class times. Cause I had like a, some kids that didn't have, we've got, um, well, cause you teach, you teach the same thing multiple times I, in a day, right? I teach same, I'd say three times a day. Yeah. And we have, um, at my school seniors have something called early release. So you might only take two classes in the morning and then you might have some community college classes or you go to work or for whatever reason. You, you know, and so I'd be like to kids in my first block. I'm like, Hey, if you like, alarm doesn't go off come to my fourth block and my, because that my fourth block was really small so i would have kids mm-hmm. come so but anyway it was really like i wouldn't want to do it forever but it was like but it was really it was really chill for me so I'm, i was really thankful for that you know wow. like, oh my goodness i'm like yeah you know, whatever <laughs> but it also changed me in terms of it lowered my intensity and my um and it gave me a lot of understanding of like just showing just showing kids grace and, and like, you know, I want learning to happen in my classroom every day, but I not really hung up on like, like, you know, how much, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think it did kind of reframe things for a lot of teachers. Um, and I, I, I think I probably had a mixed experience online. Um, I had two kids at home mm-hmm. uh, and I was managing, you know, my own class. As yeah. I'm trying to manage two kids. How old were the kids? Um, one was in TK. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and one was um, in third grade. Yeah, so and that's yeah, that's not just set it and forget it. They need a lot. Of- <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I like I mean- a yeah. You had like I like high schoolers, so I was like, oh, whatever. You know, right, right. So, so I think um, you know, depending on what what the teacher had going on at home, mm-hmm. it was a very different experience. I mean, yeah. I remember you know, putting my kids in breakout room and, and going to run and make lunch, you yes. know, or, or, or sometimes I'd, you know, go help my kids with something. And then two hours later, I forget, oh my God, I had a class I was supposed to sign in for. Nice. <laughs> I, <forgot to> sign <laughs> in. <laughs> I would, I would go into, um, an empty breakout room just in case um, admin popped in my zoom. And, and while I was like, so I could like do nothing. So I was just going to hide. Oh, no. <laughs> you would virtually room. hide in a, Oh my uh, goodness. I had an empty breakout room just in case. Cause my admin, I had like, a, at that time I had an admin that was very um, micromanaging. So they would just pop in your zoom at various times. I'm like, Oh, I'm just oh, going to this breakout goodness. room. You know oh, I mean? wow. <laughs> wow. I know. 
That's why they call it unprofessional development. Those are the things to learn. Oh I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> Tips and tricks: how to hide online. Yes. That's amazing. How look to like, look busy on Zoom. Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I had. Oh man, my I experience. actually tweeted that one time, and and I was amazed at how many people like like said, "Me too. Me too." Oh, oh really? Was, yes. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> I had such a different experience. I was. I, I mean, in our first lockdown. We taught, I taught all options. I still teach all those are options. What do you call them? Electives? Yeah, electives. Sometimes yeah. called them specials. Specials. Yeah, like that's it. I knew there's some sort of other word for it. Sometimes yeah. classes. Um, yes. But so, and they, and the first round, first lockdown, they said, we're not teaching any options. So nice. for the first lockdown, I, I had just about nothing to do. I did some stuff for other teachers. I did, uh -huh. I did an art hangout with my art kids for an hour a day, which was probably the highlight of the thing that kept me, kept me from going insane. But yeah, I was, yeah, I did not like the lockdown. Yeah, know. like I think like some like phys ed gym teachers, you know, like. <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, like, I'm glad I didn't have to teach drama through right. through this. This That would be like, okay, so let's um, let's improv a scene together, everyone. Like, ah. so, I yeah. saw some good stuff that teachers did with drama, though, where they, where oh, they, where they did, did some really cool stuff on, on, on Zoom. Yeah. It's, it's some cool stuff, but it's kind of like, it's cool in that it's like, look. I made my own paints and painted a pretty crappy painting. It's like, good for you. You were ingenious and you, you were innovative, <laughs> but it's just not the same. So yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. Like it didn't, didn't have to, you know, pound nails with a wrench. Mm -hmm. So yeah. But I mean, kudos to those who did. Cause yeah, yeah. There, there was, you know, some, some pretty cool things and just glad I didn't have to do it. Cause it didn't look like that much fun. So. <laughs> right. During my whole experience, uh, my, my district, which is understandable, didn't require the kids to have the cameras on. Yeah. So for for most of the time, I think mm -hmm. out of the 200 students I had, I probably only saw like one of two of them. Yeah. So yeah. I really did feel like I was doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I did. I I didn't like I, I felt yeah. I did felt like you're, you're screaming into the void a little bit. You know, yeah. and yeah. you were. Because yeah. some of them were just some of them had some of them just logged in to get attendance checked, and then they were just playing Among Us with their um. Oh yeah, with, yeah. With you could friends. always tell those ones because you say, "Okay, guys, that's it. See you next time." And then a whole bunch of people leave, and you put like six or seven windows that just stay put, and you're like, yeah, oh, "Okay, those fun. those are the ones that are off having some popcorn in the in the kitchen right now." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was a hard part of it, but you know, we we got through it. I mean, I yeah. I'm I'm happy to be back on campus, and I think a lot oh, of the yeah. kids are. Yeah. Does your district still have like a distance learning like thing going on? Like we, we now we had a virtual school um, prior to that. And now it's become like a little bit bigger. And that's the only way you can you can do virtual school. Do you have something still going on? Yes, they did. I think uh, for some students, it they found it did work well. And mm -hmm. uh, it, they did create something that um, students can now uh, continue to teach to learn online. So I think that's a great option. So a lot of teachers went over to the um, academies, they call them virtual academies uh, mm -hmm. to teach, and um, it works. It worked for some students. <laughs> can we can we run an imaginary scenario here? Because you're oh, now because you're, you're now a coach, so <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done this. So maybe it's not imaginary. Maybe it is. But how do you? How, what would you coach, or how would you coach someone who needs to do the distance learning thing? Like, what would be some of those hot tips that you would give them? You know what, the, the good part of my coaching experience, which, like I said, I didn't have any experience coaching before, so I've only been doing it two years. But in my current position, I've, I've only coached teachers who have reached out to be coached. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. 
So I think that is a little different than what, you know, some principals might require their coaches to do coach, you know, people who, uh, you know, are not asking to be coached. (laughs) So I, I, um, I am a solicited coach. (laughs) And so when, when teachers, you know, are finding, you know, I want some feedback on something, then they reach out to me um, and ask me to come in and do an observation. And then I give them feedback or resources. Um, so I, I guess maybe a virtual teacher would maybe like want some engagement strategies or, you know, some, some uh, you know, slides on maybe they have students who are not engaging or keeping their camera off. Maybe I would share some, some ways that they, some techniques that they can use to engage the students better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's okay. what I like about my position or my expectations for my principal is that I don't have to force myself on. To yeah, that's, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Cause that is, yeah. I think, um, pretty uncommon i don't know i don't know i think sometimes it's 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 more often that like you're going to go around and like we've we've identified these people that like um have challenges and now you're going to go to them and um right right depending on their experience level you know what i mean i think the the younger ones probably a little more or, or newer ones a little more receptive to it but if someone's been teaching more oh, than yeah. five years and then you tell them they need an instructional coach it's it's fantastic. yes oh not, yeah i mean i i don't think there are many veteran teachers including myself who would be receptive to a, an instructional coach you know i i even talk to my friends who know i'm an, a coach and they're just like we don't need you what do you you know you know <laughs> no offense but you know we don't need coaching so i can definitely understand that and and that is why um, I'm happy that my principal doesn't force me to go in. And I'm, I'm also lucky that um, I had already established relationships with my coworkers before mm-hmm. I moved into this position. So they kind of see me as a friend coming in and not yeah. somebody who's evaluating them, you know, so they can ask for that support and know that I'm not, you know, writing them up for it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'm, I'm teaching like 12 years. Um, I actually did invite, some someone who's in like a it's not, not they're not like a I don't know what their position is I don't know what it's mm-hmm. called but but it's like a coach you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I said and one was that we had like an English one and a math one and I was um, I mentioned this I think on the last podcast or one before like I was I decided to do like a Socratic seminar in a math class which was like weird and and different and fun and I'm like okay mm-hmm. I, like I said so I said hey can you guys just be another set of eyes in here so that like you can help me um, debrief afterwards as to what I could like, you know, cause I'm, I know I'm going to like miss some things that I could have done or shouldn't have done or whatever it is that, that, you know, I wanted to see. And so we, and so we had it like, and the one like, Oh my goodness, she took like three pages of notes. I'm like, Oh God, I'm like, I don't know. Three pages of notes. <laughs> tell me like, just tell me one thing, one thing I can do better. One thing. And one thing I did good. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need right, it. Right. Right. But anyway, but 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 so I think that it, and if you develop that reputation that you are like friendly and that you're not like a the, the gotcha person that I think that it can kind of like um, spread. Yes. I mean, you, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. I was saying I was saying that I think you mentioned that, you know, newer teachers are more, um, you know, easier to work with. And I, I have found that those are my favorite teachers to work with at my school. And this year we have, I think we have about 17 new teachers. So I Mm -hmm. have kind of like a a little group that kind of like sees me as a resource and, you know, I can, those are the teachers who I can like (laughs) go in and just, you know, walk in and, and pretend like that is the culture at our school. (laughs) 
because right. they don't know it. <laughs> but, right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, They're you know, so I dumb. Think, they don't know anything. I can just no, tell them whatever, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. no. All the time, I guess. <laughs> but, but I find that they, you know, they're, it's their first year. It's their first semester. I definitely think next semester they're definitely going to like, oh, we know that, you know, you just have a walkie talkie, but you're nobody. So we, we don't need to have you in here. So. <laughs> but, but they do know that they can reach out to me and they, they always do. And I, I really appreciate it. And I, I like seeing, you know, when I do hand over somebody a resource and they use it and then they, you know, call me in and say, hey, I use this. Look what I did. So I yeah. really enjoy that. So here's here's something though. I'm thinking, you know, you're saying like, you know, the the younger teachers are more receptive to things. And I mean, I'm reflecting on my own teaching. I've been doing it 17 years, and I'm like, I don't need someone to come in and tell me because I know what I'm doing wrong. Right, like, right. I'm still I'm still doing right. it wrong, but I know what I'm doing wrong, right? <laughs> right. But yes. I mean, what do you, what what's your sort of theory on why like the the more experienced teachers is it because they just don't need it, or uh, do you think there's some other deeper reasons? You know what? I'm going to try to think of myself like I, I feel like I I feel like I was a good enough teacher not to be on the radar. Like, you know, yeah. nobody would just bump it, you know, come into my classroom, you know. So I feel like if if somebody were to come into my classroom, even if you're doing the right thing, you just feel nervous. You feel mm-hmm. evaluated. You feel like you're, you feel like you're doing something wrong, even when you're doing something right. Yeah, you're feeling, yeah. you know, oh my God, my kids are not focused on a task or they, you know, right now it looks like they're not doing anything, but they actually are doing anything. You just yeah. walked in in the five minutes that they're not, or, right. you know, or I, maybe you've had that experience where you're showing a video and like the, the, somebody walks in right when somebody's cursing. Like that, <laughs> yep. that, Yes, yep. yes, yes. The most horrible part of the movie, that's, that's when they walk in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, think, I think it's just kind of like maybe human nature, not even just in teaching, but in any job when somebody is critiquing you, in any relationship yeah. where somebody is critiquing you, it just gives you kind of like a, a reaction that's not positive. So yeah. I think the more you put yourself out there. Maybe you visit your colleagues, your friends and say, Hey, I want to get some ideas. And they come visit you and you, you know, this person and you trust their judgment, then maybe it will be more comfortable. But I think in general, I I think for myself, I would never be comfortable (laughs) with an evaluation or being observed. And so that's why I don't like just walking into somebody's classroom unannounced. So I, I just make myself available. I tell them, you know, I'll come in when you need me. Um, so let me know. Yeah. Yeah, It's so true. I I know like, you know, we, I am in Canada and, and we don't get the level of evaluation or observation that you have down, down there Mm -hmm. in your world. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) even, even if, you know, uh, the principal walks in just to like, just, you know, they poke their head in for like two minutes just to see what's going on. And I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I get that thing where it's like, just act natural. Uh, and it's just like, you know, you kind of—it's like someone just immediately shoved the stick up your butt, and you're like, "Ah, what do I do?" You know, it's just I can't. It's—it's uh-huh. it's so hard to just like be natural when you know there's that right. camera on you. You know, right? Yes, yes. I'm not natural. I, what I—I've I've done now—that's clear. I yes, just, I, yeah, it's all, all artificial. I'm fake, but um, but no, I uh, I make them like. I shine the spotlight on them to take it off of me, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Welcome, so-and-so. Oh, hey, kids, so-and-so really wants to learn about 
whatever mm-hmm. we're like, you know, learning today. And I'll just try to like, what do you know about blah, 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 so-and-so? And they'll just kind of like, oh, uh, I don't know. Right. But they'll try, you know, they'll, and so I'll just kind of like put, I, I kind of like put the pre- put the heat back on them, you know? Oh, yeah. And that, makes, and that makes me feel a little more in control and like, okay, this, this, yeah. is, this is my show and, you, and you're just a part of it now. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we can, you know, go, go either way. And then that, I don't know why that, that just, completely releases the the anxiety now obviously like you said i'm always thinking about the the little things i'm like you know like that i mean like so like you know the 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 one kid that's just going to completely you know just they're gonna they're gonna do their own thing it does make you hyper aware yes. of the things that you've kind of um numbed yourself to in your <laughs> you know what i mean you're like, yes. you're like yeah you know, it's like like everyone's got a question that's not perfect. You know, I'm like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah, the fact that you know so and so always does this or always you know that one's always blah blah blah. Like, yeah, I've given up on like that. That fight is no longer being fought. It is. It is like, um, we are you know 80 days in and they always have their foot on their desk. So I don't care that their foot's on the desk. You know, like mm-hmm. I yeah. told them to please put their foot down a couple times. Doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. That, but then all of a sudden when the principal comes in, you're like. Oh, are they going to be worried about their, that kid's foot on the desk? You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> what are they going to think about that? And then you feel like you have to like explain, you know, why the why their foot's on the desk. And yes. Like, well, Mia, what about for you? I mean, you're, you, this is, you know, you're going around coaching instructionally. I mean, what, what are some successes that you've had in that, in that regard? You know, I feel like teachers right now, need more emotional support than instructional support. <laughs> so mm. I, I feel like I feel like at my school, I'm more of an ear, you know, sometimes the instruction part comes second in a conversation, mm-hmm. it will be kind of like, sometimes just the dump of like everything that's going wrong. And <laughs> yeah. then it will be, <laughs> yeah. be the actual, you know, instructional conversation. So but on an instructional level, I did have recently have a conversation with a teacher who teaches uh, a resource class. It's um. A special ed class and she was really having trouble with the students who were writing at a very low level mm-hmm. and so I had this um she was uh, you know explaining all the issues she was having that the students didn't really know paragraph structure they didn't know how to you know organize their thoughts and so I shared a resource that was an essay format um that she had never used before and so um I gave her all my notes um during the pandemic I had, had actually recorded a video of me giving the notes. So she used that too. Um, she, she gave the notes, she used the template um, with the book that she used. And when she used it in class, the kids were very excited about the resource. Um, and they kind of felt empowered because having the, the writing template kind of gave them a feeling like, Oh, now I can write, right. <laughs> you right. know, and so, um, you know, so I was I, I was giving her some writing resources that she could use in class. She was, you know, not feeling very confident in her her writing teaching. And so I think after, you know, our process of like reflecting on what she needed and reflecting on what I could give her, she kind of felt more confident. She felt confident mm-hmm. because the kids, you know, gave her feedback that they felt more confident um, in their writing skills after that. Yeah, um, yeah I I there's nothing that- wrong with giving giving kids um training wheels is oh, yeah. something that really you know 
and then they then then they start pedaling away and i was like oh look at this look at them go like well, that's that's all they needed you know yeah and then yes. you know at some point you can like you know start taking the training wheels off and go real and help the kid realize it okay you don't need that anymore but in the beginning to have that there it is it is um it's amazing what a difference it can make and if you can find the right training wheels that work for this the, the, the situation then it, it makes a, it makes a big difference. Definitely. And that was actually a veteran teacher. So I was excited that she even reached out to me. Yeah. Um, um, oh. English wasn't her, um, her expertise, um, but she was teaching a special ed class where she had kind of like an English line. Um, so I was happy that she reached out and I was happy that we could go through that process and, and talk to it kind of like on a friendly level. And, you know, she didn't feel evaluated. She didn't feel, you know, she didn't feel shy to tell me that she was not strong in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a good experience. That's why. I mean, and she broke the mold, veteran teacher and all that. Right, right, <laughs> right. Very nice. Oh my, oh my goodness! And I told you we'd go off on tangent, but this is this is semi this is semi related. What there a tangent? This, uh, I know. There, there, so there, there was this. Um, and she was she was a sweet lady. She was um that um observed me. Um, she was assistant principal, and then afterwards, like she had this resource. She's like, "Hey, have you ever thought of using this? It's like a, I think it's like some kind of like a self evaluation tool for kids or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. And then like she. When we do observations, there's 25 people in my in my math department, maybe, maybe a few more, a few less. Normally, there's one person each year that like observes all the math teachers. So we all get evaluated by the by the same person that 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 year, right? And so then I'm like I'm like talking to like a colleague, and I realize that like this is like her pet thing. It doesn't matter what your lesson was about. This mm-hmm. is like she shares it with like everybody, and then we just like I don't know. It's just weird. It's like like oh, did so and so share the blah 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 view? We're like, yeah, yeah she did. She said that was me too. Yes, yes. And the uh, weird thing was it was, and this was like just pre-pandemic, and she only had like a paper copy. And I'm like, well, do you have like an electronic version? I'm like, I kind of like that, but I want to like modify it like a little bit. She's like, I don't think I have a paper. Uh, an electronic <laughs> copy because she just had like printed off like 50 copies and just kept them in this little notebook that she had and she oh, would wow. give them out to each after each observation it was really oh bad. no <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> oh, was, i mean i guess she was like i think she was checking a box basically you know what i mean yeah, so, probably. Her, so how do you support teachers well i give them this thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well if good it's good you. enough if it's good enough it's like here you go read my, read my book yeah, so read you, my you assignment you have a thing you give them you are a good you can say good she principal. did it <laughs> Oh, who evaluates the evaluators oh oh. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh, i was gonna say dun, 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 dun. so you're checking the scores aren't you who's winning i know i'm not checking the scores I'm looking, I've, I've got the agenda up there i'm trying to see if there's anything else i've been following it. it's six nothing it's six nothing stop that stop <laughs> that <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we're recording during the the um the USA Netherlands, but but we don't we're 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 in radio silence here. But anyway, no, I was gonna say um, so and I don't know if you have one. Speaking of like a generic one, I, I'm gonna, gonna come on back. Okay, is there like a thing that you go, hey, this is something that to any new or experienced educator, here's something that I think that is always helpful in the classroom. Like, what's what's kind of like your your go to like um pet thing that's like an instructional strategy that you find works like relatively universally? You know what? One thing I I was, I'm kind of laughing at what you you shared just now, because there's one thing that, you know, in the beginning with all my new teachers, I've shared with them during my conference. And, Uh um, you know, I, I think a lot of 
the new teachers and some of the the veteran teachers were having trouble um, with, you know, classroom management post pandemic, just, Mm -hmm. you know, phones being out just constantly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately in my district and uh, maybe just my school, we don't really have a strong phone policy. So there's there's, um, there's a lot of that going around. Yeah. We don't have one either. I I tried one. I tried the paper bag thing. I'm stuck at it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. You know, the paper bag thing. No, I don't. Is that where you put a paper bag over your student's head when they're looking at their phone? I put it over my head, oh, but I don't see them on their phone. Oh, that's so, okay. It's okay. Easier that way. No, um, if they've got it out, I like you put the, the phone in the paper bag and you fold it over and you staple it, and they can't like take it out until like the 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 end of class. So, oh, that's cool. You're not taking their phone away. You don't have to worry about did I lose their phone? Did I forget to give the kid the phone back after class? It's it's you know they've got it, but they just can't like look at it. So. Oh, that's smart. Okay, yeah. I might I might throw that in my uh, teacher <laughs> toolbox <laughs> and say I thought of it. <laughs> you can like it to you. Yes, <laughs> but it's just um, you know working on class agreements um, in the beginning of class, okay. uh, kind of like how do you want me to quiet you guys down? How do you want me to transition between um, you know uh, activities? How do you want to? Um, what else? What else agreements would you make in class? Um, you know, like how do ba- you bathroom policy or what? what yeah. You do so just have them agree on the class rules, make, you know, pull them in and, and have them agree on that. I think that is something that kind of empowers them to say, you know, we had to say so in building the class rules and building the class culture. Um, they kind of talk about like um, during during this lesson, I think it was from the Museum of Tolerance, where they talk about like how they feel when they share and somebody makes a comment and they talk mm-hmm. about like, how do we want to be responding to our peers in class? So they just make all these agreements about class and how the teacher will respond to the students, how they will develop mutual respect in the classroom. And I think, you know, for a teacher, uh, one teacher specifically who was having some trouble, you know, towards the middle of the semester, once she used this class compact and they kind of regrouped in the middle, she kind of had a better experience moving forward once they made those agreements. And she was, you know, she kind of said, you know, these are some things that are standing out to me that, you know, I don't feel where you guys are respecting me. And maybe there are some, some spaces, some experiences that where you feel like I'm not respecting you. So let's all get on the same page. And from here on, if there's an issue, we can refer to these class rules and we can like, keep each other in check. So I think that is a good, good um, resource that I share. Yeah. Uh, that, that reminds me of, um, and it's shout out to um, super fan um, Jamie Davis, who is, is um, always listening and, and, and liking my tweets, but um, <laughs> she shared this and I, and I like this idea, but we, we can kind of break down the, the, the pluses and minuses to this. So she's got kids at tables and she has a particularly chatty table, right? And that happens. And so she decided that the kids at the um, table have to vote one kid off the island to, <laughs> to, um, to, 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 so that they can, be, so they can be um, quiet. She's like, I don't want to break up the whole thing, but who do you guys want to vote off that you guys think that you could guys can be um, whatever. And I get to, and I'm like, Oh, that, that sounds like both hysterical and also a little like, like draconian perhaps. Fra- What's that? A little draconian little. I mean, yeah. Like I'm like, you know, like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, where does this person go? And then I guess that person goes to like a table by themselves. You know what I mean? They go to the, mm-hmm. maybe the naughty table as, 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 as we call Send it. Send them into a dark box. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, have to, they have like a, a little A painted on their, um, <laughs> on their shirt. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have more flexible rules than we have down in LA. <laughs> and then I shared that with another teacher and they said, 
what if they like just agree to vote off the quiet kid and like you know like, what are you gonna do with that you know what i mean i'm like oh okay i don't, I don't know there's there's always, well, quiet you know, kid will just go off in the corner and read their anime right but then, but is, then, it, then the table is still loud so you no, 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 that's true that's true that's true but the quiet <laughs> kid's probably like whew, dodged a bullet you know <laughs> man oh. all right Amelia, are, are we ready for funny stories we are ready we are we are ready for funny stories okay so we're going to wrap this wrap this puppy up. So we always know you have like something that went sideways, whether it be in distance learning, apparently not in the Facebook group. Apparently that's, that's just a w- bunch it's of well-behaved 25,000 right. well-behaved people. I mean, I don't <laughs> understand that whatsoever, but, um, and, and, um, but, but in the classroom, whether you're observing another teacher that, you know, or when you were a teacher, just, just something that, that, um, you know, is it's just a, a silly thing that happened that um, always makes people laugh. So, so yeah, I think, I did think of two stories actually, and, nice. and one one has to do with the Facebook group. So okay, cool. So <laughs> so I'm a I'm a very shy person. I think that is why it took us so long to even get to this point because okay. I didn't know whether I wanted to come on and speak. But um, when we first started the group, um, the group grew so fast, and so many people in my district um, joined the group that sometimes I would jump onto professional developments on Zoom and people would say, oh my God, Mia, it's you, we're in your group. And I would be so embarrassed that <laughs> they knew me. I, I just felt yes, you're like- Facebook famous. Yeah, and it just it was just a completely crazy experience. So, so one day I was at Costco and it was like during the height of the pandemic, I had my mask on, I had like a hood on, I had gloves on, like you could not tell it was me. Yeah. It was in line like, a mile away from the opening because the line was like out the door yeah. and some guy taps me on my shoulder and he, he says, are you Mia Young? And I was just thinking, Oh my God, I've been, come for I've you. Been, <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is my Justin Bieber moment. I said, yes, I'm Mia. Uh, do do we know each other? And he said, Oh, you dropped your ID. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, Wow! There you go. Yeah. There you go. Nobody, you nobody outside think- of my district really knew me. Oh <laughs> so my you think goodness! You're like Your ego there, is in like- check. There you go. You got it. <laughs> right. Okay. That's nice. That's a good one. I love. Yeah. That. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> my my other one is, a, is is another one that put put me in check too. Well, when when we first started on Zoom, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was annoyed with the kids that they weren't doing any work, and I wasn't really in that empathetic stage yet. I was just like you know, thinking to myself, why aren't you doing any work? Why aren't you turning this in? I'm making this as easy as possible. So one one student um, would sign on to Zoom and sometimes in the middle of class, she would sign off. So I sent her this message and my message was, um, I see you're not doing any work. Why aren't you doing any work? And why did you leave class today? So she wrote back to me and she wrote back, my dad died. Oh. And oh, I, yeah. I felt so bad for my in you know inappropriate message to her the you know the anger that was in my message and so you know I didn't know what to do I'm on zoom I wanted to support her I didn't know her very well I never had her camera on I contacted her her counselor and I said hey you know this student lost her father you know I don't know much about the situation so he said you know what I'll contact the parents I'll support them so he contacted the parent and then the counselor called me back and said her dad's not dead (laughs) <laughs> and so I said, what wow. do you mean? And, oh. and, and, and so I, I go back to the message and I'm reading her message and it said, my iPad died. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh my man. god. Oh wow. wow. <laughs> that had a twist and a turn. That did. I did yes, not see that coming. Yes. I no. did not see I was, that coming. I was just so you know, I had gone to I'm like, the self training. Told story, I'm like, where's the funny part about her dad dying? I don't like you know oh. okay. no, so, yeah every really? time now 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 i see this girl on campus you know she's back on campus i feel so bad every yeah. time i see her right you just gotta be like hey oh. how's how's your ipad exactly right. <laughs> yeah. yes oh my gosh yeah so funny and not so funny oh that is oh no, that is good stuff that but is, that's her dad did not die that's, that's <laughs> good that is good yeah oh my goodness oh that's so much fun mm-hmm. okay well mia thank you so much um yeah. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, um, that the, the stuff for the Facebook is is in. The, um, hey, do me a favor. Um, j- drop the um, the link to the Facebook group on the um, on the, uh, the chat on the agenda. Okay, because oh. that's 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 oh. where I'm going to um, um, copy and paste from, and um, and we'll um, do that. So anyway, so hopefully, she, so me is doing that now, and hopefully, you're seeing it in in, in the show notes. If, if you don't see it in the show notes, like. <laughs> Hit me on Twitter and say, Mealy, get your act together. I want to join that face group, Facebook group. Like, um, can I please have that link? And 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 I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it that way um, right. as well. So please please harass me if I'm if I'm That's not doing good. well with that. So um, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. Um, it was, it's just been an absolute blast. And um, so guys, join the Facebook group. Get to know yes. Mia Young. If you see her in Costco, pick up her ID. <laughs> I'll make sure. Kelly, you saw the Facebook group too. I mean, come on. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um, you know, and tell somebody that you just listened to um a great podcast, and um, even if you're lying, and tell them that they <laughs> and send the links out. Like, help, help us, help us get so famous that people are stopping us at Costco. So, do they have Costco in Canada, Shane? Oh, uh, yes, we have buildings and everything up here. You have it's buildings. Amazing. Yeah, it's just, incredible. Oh, I thought you were like. We just lived inside like moose. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ride around and I mean, I got, obviously the Mounties they ride around the horses. But anyway, so um, the rest of us them. can't afford a horse, so we all we're stuck with moose. Moose, yes. <laughs> anyway, but thanks again, Mia, for coming on, and thanks you guys for listening. As we always say at the end, stay unprofessional. Hey, Mila, guess what? Watch, eh? Not chicken we, butt, I guess. As we always say it, down here. My eight-year-old daughter has informed me it is never going to be chicken butt. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I try every time, though. But listen, we got another ad. Oh, cool. I love ads. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, ads are the best. They are. Uh, yeah, so our episode... This country was pro- built on ads. Both of our countries were built on ads. Go ahead. Ab- absolutely. You may have heard of them. Now, our episode <laughs> is brought to our listeners by uh-huh. the Alberta Blue Cross. Awesome. I you love know that is? Blue Cross. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite Blue, Blue Crosses. Yeah, Blue Crosses are the best. Absolutely. They are. Hey, are, they are. Really, so are you a business? I mean, the Red Cross is okay, but Blue Cross is obviously greater than, 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 than Red Cross. Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't want to start a fight. But listen, hey, are you a business owner? Um, kind of. I have a podcast business. Yeah, and you know that life as a business owner can be hectic. It really is. hectic. It's crazy. That's right. Employees I mean, you know, you send the, yeah, the payroll and all this kind no, of stuff. Exactly right. Ordering but, you stuff. Know, we, Yes. Yeah, but you know what's great though is the Alberta Blue Cross. They understand that. Good, they do because they know that you don't have a lot of time for things no. like you know health insurance. So they offer flexible health and dental and life and disability coverage oh, for I your love employees. The idea of flexible. Yes, indeed, indeed, and for all your employees. 
for and all my employees. Excellent. All of them. All of them here at uh, Unprofessional Development Incorporated. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Can we, can we keep Tedisco as an employee, even though he's left the, left the podcast? Just to... Well, I think he would appreciate the services offered by Alberta Blue Cross. Excellent. Because you can let your staff enroll and manage their coverage at any time and on any device. So not just once a year? No, just any time. Cool. On any device. I mean, if their toaster supports it, you know, if you've got a Bluetooth toaster, you can probably manage your extended health care. That would be awesome. On a toaster. That's right. That'd be great. Yeah. So it makes life easier for them and it makes it easy, easier for you. So I want to encourage you. Can I encourage you? Oh, I, I want to be encouraged. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you, you've got this. Okay. When it comes to group coverage for your small business. So is there something I just need to click on or what do I need to do? I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a Bluetooth toaster. What, what do I do? What do you do? You're going to go to ab.bluecross.ca. Oh, that's easy. Okay. Super easy. Yes. All right. 